2: The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kids' best summer yet at St. Louis University. Time to rewind. It's the Chris and Amy Rewind Recap.
3: And of course, if you are listening to us on 11:20 a.m., you can check out 98.7 FM. It's a clearer signal. You can also download the Odyssey app for free. Take us with you wherever you go. Rewind live radio if you miss something, and also the Chris and Amy Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You won't miss a thing. Every hour, every segment, it's there for you.
4: Also, you should know this much. Um, if you're listening to the show later, mm-hmm. like 8 o'clock tonight, and you hear us in the middle of a podcast segment uh, say, hey, call this number for Barry Manilow tickets, yeah. that's already over. We're going to do it, though, for real live soon. very, very soon. We yeah. have tickets to see Barry Manilow at Enterprise Center.
3: On July 25th. You do not... Want to miss it uh earlier in the show well let's talk about how we came out of the gate and that is with a precedent setting verdict in the trial of jennifer crumbly her son killed four students at a michigan high school school shooting in 2021 and the jury found jennifer crumbly the mother of the school shooter guilty on all four counts of manslaughter So something that we have not seen to this degree in a school shooting, we've seen parents be held accountable in other ways after their kids or have engaged in shootings, such as the Highland Park shooting, where the dad pled guilty to misdemeanor reckless conduct charges, or the six-year-old boy in Virginia who brought a gun to school and shot his teacher? The mother pled guilty to child neglect charges, but this is the mom of a school shooter being charged with manslaughter.
4: Yeah, four counts of manslaughter, and is guilty on all of those. So she's going to spend some time in jail. Looking forward to talking to Scott Rosenblum, who is an attorney who can give us his opinion on this. But it, now it it puts parents in a position where. Look, they they may not be responsible for um, their children developing these thoughts of wanting to do these things, but they are now potentially more responsible for what those kids do with those thoughts, which we've never seen before. And I don't know, a big part of me thinks, yeah, maybe this is what should happen. Yeah, Maybe parents should have to be hyper careful with giving their kids weapons now.
3: And maybe I'm being naive. I don't see this as a slippery slope precedent, primarily because you have just a, tra- a crime on such a tra- tragic level, a school shooting, and just a series of events events in which the parents had egregious neglect or at times a an egregious enabling of their right. son who was having these very dangerous thoughts. The son asked for help repeatedly, was very explicit in his violent thoughts, and his parents failed time and time again to take action. And if anything, they enabled it by buying the gun and going to a gun range two days before the shooting.
4: It's the last thing they should have done. Yeah. The, the literal last thing they should have done.
3: We also spoke with Matt Veskurjan, co host of The Sounds of Baseball on the MLB Network, because they will be doing their newest episode tomorrow night at 7 p.m. on none other than Bob Costas.
5: Jeffrey Mayer uh, reached over the left field wall and interfered with a boundary call with a home run or a double, and it became the Jeffrey Mayer game. Mm-hmm. And Bob's take in real time, which we play on the show, was so spot on. And, you know, a lot of us, including myself, I came from the play-by-play ranks before I got to MLB Network. You know, sometimes you doubt yourself in those moments in real time, and you might misspeak. Uh, You'll get tongue-tied. You'll get a rules interpretation wrong. When the lights were brightest for Bob in those big moments, he was always completely on it as we've as we've come to know from his work
3: yeah just the absolute consummate professional and bob costas let us know will be joining us at 12 30 today to talk about maybe that special going to mlb network also the super bowl he had some strong words about the gop's take on taylor swift and the super bowl and let me not the whole gop but some of the Very, very right. Most members of the GOP thinking she might be deep state.
4: Well, what else could she possibly be? It's either she has cultivated a um, fan base for about two decades and become one of the most popular artists in the world on her own, just happened to have been hit on by a Kansas City Chiefs player, gave him an opportunity and it's worked out, or the Pentagon has set this all up so that she can endorse Joe Biden in the Super Bowl after the Chiefs win. So it's one of those two. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a very difficult time figuring out which.
3: It's uh, You talk about playing the long game. And honestly, right? Kansas City is lucky that, that the federal government chose them to be a dynasty because you Tell know who they could it. have chosen? They should have chosen Bears. the Chicago Bears because Patrick Mahomes, right? And what did the Bears right. do? The fact that The deep state was able to pull this off is really extraordinary, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: no question about it. Greatest long game in history.
3: And Matt uh, Viscursion, again, that special on Bob Costas. It is the sounds of baseball, a great series on MLB Network. It airs tomorrow, the debut tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Time on MLB Network.
5: Bob has done so many things so well his his first love is baseball. His first broadcast love is baseball. So it was appropriate that he gets an hour to himself alongside the the greats that you mentioned there.
3: We also spoke with Missouri Senator Tracy McCreary about a new bill that could help fight cyber stalking and harassment.
5: The, the laws and the services to help support survivors and victims have not kept up with this technology. So what we're trying to do with this task force is to bring together experts from all different walks of life to make sure that we're doing everything we can to support victims and survivors um, during, during the violation but also after. And then more importantly, making sure that we have laws in place so that we can go after these folks that are uh, harassing people online.
3: Yeah, something that's really scary. I I know to some point, if you're a public figure, you can have weirdos. But to have persistent weirdos send you texts, get more specific. As some of these victims testified on Monday at the hearing in Jefferson City, they need more help in stopping fighting and going after these cyberstalkers.
4: And there was just a hearing on it uh, this week, earlier in the week. This seems like one of those things where people on both sides of the aisle a lot of times have difficulty disagreeing and nothing can get done as a result of that. But this is just one of those issues that I can't imagine anybody objecting to it. So it probably will go through Um, cyber stalking. I don't even think authorities have a great handle on it yet and how to truly... um, you know, uh, handle it. Like, you know, they can arrest certain people for certain things, um, certain kinds of threats, but I still think they have a difficult time really trying to put a lid on all of it. So hopefully, you know, little bits of legislation throughout the country like this will, will end up helping. And she did say that, um, they are going to hopefully have this to the floor pretty soon, Mm. right?
3: Yeah, I think so. And there was bipartisan support. So this is something that should not get bogged down. We're
0: in Moscow
4: tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. we have never heard his voice. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control.
3: That's Tucker Carlson in Moscow because he will be interviewing Vladimir Putin. I think, you know, why did he invade Ukraine? Why do we not want his full side? Maybe because... He is a war criminal. Um, Also, Ranj, there's an update, which is why I bring this up. You know how readers can add context on like the fact checking on Twitter or on X?
4: On Twitter, yes.
3: Yes. So if you just heard, Tucker Carlson said not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview Putin.
4: They have. They've tried.
3: Yes. Tucker Carlson. I think I said Putin. Putin. Tucker Carlson was fact-checked by the Kremlin. That's right. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said Mr. Carlson is not correct. In fact, there's no way he could know this. We received numerous requests for interviews with the president.
4: Well, how many of Tucker Carlson's people, his followers, know that? Hopefully they, they get... There's there's a real problem in this country with... Um, The information being out there, the correct information Mm -hmm. being out there, but it never reaching the right people. It just it just never reaches the people who need to hear it the most. So hopefully a lot of his people will see that and understand that, yeah, a lot of journalists around the country who are actually principled journalists, Tucker Carlson is not. Um, have tried to have conversations with Vladimir Putin. And he says, no, there's one reason he says, no, he doesn't want to be challenged. Mm -hmm. And he knows that if a Western journalist talks to him and records it and airs it, he will get challenged. He doesn't want to be challenged. He wants somebody who will be his stooge. And that is exactly what Carlson is. He is a stooge. So this interview, which I believe is already done, it just hasn't aired yet, I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to do a terrific job in in holding Putin to account and not just uh, serving as propaganda for him.
3: Putin said the greatest tragedy in world history is the fall of the USSR. Former KGB agent who specializes in war crimes. I would not be able to sleep at night if I knew that Putin was playing clips of my show with my voice playing that on Russian propaganda because he liked it. And then of everyone in the world would talk to me because Putin likes me. I would feel like I maybe have made some missteps.
4: Yeah. Oh, you. Well, you he doesn't care, though. It's lucrative for him. And by the way, in the defamation lawsuit of the recent one with Tucker, mm-hmm. did he not in it admit that he's not a journalist so that whatever he said was... Construed his opinion and therefore really? couldn't be defamation. Familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he tried to use that defense. Well, I'm not actually a journalist. I'm yeah. I'm just an opinion giver. He's so full of crap. Ugh. It's it's truly unbelievable anybody falls for his bit.
3: Well, if you're going to fall for anything, you should fall for Barry Manilow because he's great. Yes. He is so good. Yes. Barry Manilow is so good. What caller should we have today? What number, Ranj?
4: Uh Well, let's see. This is my uh, fourth day of COVID, so how about caller number four?
3: <laughs> caller number four, here is our contest hotline, 314-955-1120. Be the fourth caller at 314-955-1120 for your chance to win Barry Manilow tickets in honor of the big sicko, Chris Ranji.
4: <laughs> big sicko. <laughs> yeah, good luck to all of you. And by the way... yeah. Amy, if we don't say this now, mm-hmm. there is a at least one listener who's going to lose their mind because every time we give out all the ways you can hear us, Odyssey app, yeah. um, ninety eight point seven FM, eleven twenty AM. We're on Facebook Live and YouTube. You mm-hmm. can watch us too. You could see me at homesick. Um, <laughs> there is a person who every day sends us messages and says, "Hey, don't forget about the HD listeners." Well, if you have an HD radio in your car or at yeah. home, we are also on 102.5 HD2. So, are you happy now? And
3: thank you to that 102.5
4: caller. 102.5 HD2. Thank you for letting us know. A nine seven two. They tell us every day.
3: A nine seven two. That's Dallas.
4: And they send and they send voicemails to three one four nine four four eleven twenty.
3: Thank you so much. They really want that.
4: us to get that word out. Yeah. And, and thank you so much. One hundred two point five fm hd2
3: i don't know how to get to hd on my in my well, you car you don't have it i think i do oh, well i don't know how to get yeah there. then there then yeah every
4: every signal has a, a like an hd one and two
3: all right i'm gonna work on it
4: so also i don't have that in my car
3: yeah well you're a simple man yeah that's true except when it comes to luxury watches okay You can also download the Odyssey app for free, the Chris and Amy Show podcast. He's Chris Ranji. I'm Amy Mark scores, and this is KMOX.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it.
3: Chris Ranji, Amy Mark, score is with you. And because we're giving people, we are going to give a pair of Barry Manilow tickets away to Pam in Ellisville. Congratulations, Pam. You are the Way big to go, Pam. winner.
4: She gets to go see Barry Manilow yep. at Enterprise Center July
3: 25th. What is it? Twenty fifth, July twenty fifth. That'll be great. We had a texter yesterday say that they were a fanalo of manalo.
4: Oh my god! I saw that.
3: Yeah. Uh, also, I saw
4: it, and I saw it, and I was hoping that we would just kind of blow right past it, but we didn't. No,
3: I put it in my back pocket. So,
4: Yeah. Why would I blow past really that?
3: Do you not even know me?
4: I do know <laughs> you. I was hoping you didn't see it. Oh,
3: I saw it. Yeah. Anyway, it was great. Did, how
4: about this one when we were. Talking about uh, state slogans and how Nebraska <laughs> is dumping. Hey, we're not for everyone. Yeah. Um, a text message says, "I sent a suggestion to Wisconsin, and it goes like this: Wisconsin, the dairy state, come smell our dairy air." Yeah.
3: No, I know. That's an listen, old one. That's listen. That's not the type of text we want on this show. We're a serious no, it's show. Not.
4: Well, we're not serious, but we're serious about not doing stuff like that.
3: I mean, Nebraska. Honestly, we're not for everyone. I th- I feel hey. I can't believe the marketer had to had to resign. The director of marketing for Rhode Island had to resign after Rhode Island cooler and warmer.
4: I don't see anything <laughs> wrong with that. But like <laughs> I told you, New Englanders are harsh.
3: They are. That's why and I they
4: will tell you what they think.
3: Honestly, I am more of a New Englander than a Southerner. You I'm, are in a I'm lot of way ways. more New England. I mean I'm midwestern nice, so you can't get rid of that, but I'm definitely more of like cold, brusque New England. Let's go, let's go, put on mm. your coat and scarf versus the kind of the drawl and sitting down. I don't know.
4: But you also have that that Midwestern, um, yeah, borderline southern passive aggressive thing that you
3: do? I am just aggressive. I'm not passive aggressive. Rem-
4: remember the Taco Bell comment
5: yesterday? <laughs>
3: That was that was a fact, and the fact is, Andrew Stoles of the Dave Glover Show might kill someone if they stole his Taco Bell. I didn't even say I read that. This Basically, story. you said a man committed no. murder because Taco Bell his Taco Bell was stolen. I said, "Oh my gosh, By was his it roommate? An- was it Andrew?"
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I didn't say it. I no. I read a news story from I think Pennsylvania, and you said, "Was it Andrew?" What a horrible thing to say to a friend!
3: Hey, also, do we have multiple texters from Dallas? I think they're getting on a fight in our text line.
4: John from Dallas (laughs) is getting into a fight. (laughs) I'm
3: not sure. Anyway, oh no, they might. Hey, you do not want to change the dial or put your phone down if you're on the Odyssey app because we have none other than Bob Costas joining the Chris and Amy Show next. Chris Ranji, Amy Score scores with you on the Chris and Amy Show, awaiting Bob Costas, we believe. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy, so.
4: So is uh, Scott Rosenblum, who <laughs> had to be, he was called into court. He was going to talk to us about the Jennifer Crumbly case um, out of Michigan mm-hmm. and got called into court, so we hope to talk to him soon. Won't be today, but we hope to talk yeah, to him soon.
3: hopefully maybe tomorrow, I know, um... Yeah, he gave us the update on that. But I'm excited about the Bob Costas special that airs tomorrow night, debuts tomorrow night on MLB Network, 7 p.m. Central, part of the Sounds of Baseball series. Uh, just legends in broadcasting have been featured. And for me, Bob Costas's voice, Bob is the voice of sports. When I, you know, I think a lot of little kids grew up watching The Olympics and whether, especially as a young kid, I loved the gymnastics or the figure skating, you know, the swimming, track and field, all of that. And it's Bob's voice that you hear when you come back to the studio. He was always behind that desk and recapped the day and spoke to the gold medal winners. It was so iconic that I cannot separate some of the biggest moments in sport. I cannot separate the Olympics from Bob Costas.
4: And been doing it for so long, and it doesn't even seem like he's old enough to have been doing right. it for that long. I I remember, I don't remember the exact moment, but I do have a vague recollection of finding out as a kid. Because, you know, you watch TV and you tend to watch, the, at least in, in my day, <laughs> you tend to watch the same things your parents were watching. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different now. I don't know if... if a lot of families are all watching television together. Kids have their iPads. Kids watch other things that are on their phones watching. Um, maybe if you've got five people in a house, five people are watching right. five different things at once. So back then, you're all focused on the same TV. And I have a vague recollection of finding out from my parents like, oh, hey, you know, he's he's from here. Well, he's from New York, but he started here in St. Louis, and I just thought that was the coolest thing, that there's this guy on the national stage that is well-respected by the country, Mm -hmm. and he got his start here. He got his start in St. Louis. And one of my favorite things about him, uh, one of my favorite stories about him, is getting his first job at KMOX, and he's told the story, you know, a ton of times, Um, but Getting his first job and in this business, I mean, it's a little bit different now, I guess, but you send your, used to send a resume tape. You'd put a tape together of all the things that you've done, your best work, you send it to a station if they're looking to hire. And he, and it was harder to do in those days because you didn't have the easy technology like we have the easy digital tech now, Mm -hmm. but he sort of altered his tape a bit. So he sounded like he had a little bit of a deeper voice than what he actually did because he thought that the KMOX higher ups and whoever's hiring would think he sounds better. And he kind of so he kind of lied on his resume <laughs> tape, which is not honestly, Amy, it's not unusual. I think I think all of us probably embellish to an extent. But now it's the kind of thing where your work is out there and yeah. it's it's all digital and Employers can go find it. But it was Um, a really cool thing that he did.
3: It is very cool, I will say. I've never embellished. I've, if anything, I've undersold myself because I think this ties in with my fear of going to jail. Charlie Brennan said when he first applied for a job here, they ask you what you're making at your previous job. And he put a much higher number than he was making out in Boston because why would you put such a low number? So he put a much higher number. And he acted like that was common practice and debbie monterey and i were just astounded we're like really? no I." and, and Char- you do that? Yeah. charlie's like you put what <laughs> yeah. you actually made i said yes of course and, and debbie agreed with me that somehow the job to which i applied they would check in on me and call the cops because they lied okay. i lied because i lied and they're what? like we're not gonna hire you you're a liar you didn't make that much at your last job what
4: what law did you think it was, <laughs> and what did you think the punishment was for embellishing a little bit on a resume?
3: Well, a lost job, that's for sure. I just thought, okay, I don't know, but it felt...
4: they don't call the cops for firing you. <laughs>
3: you never know. If you don't do crime, you don't know what you get for doing crime. Okay, also, Bob Costas, we talk about his history here at KMOX. A really cool story with Tom Ackerman when Tom Ackerman was young. His dad died. Tom's dad died while he was yeah. when he was a teenager. And Bob Costas was in town for an event. And Tom Ackerman was able to go to this event and get an autograph. And it was shortly after his dad had passed away. And it was just really important for him. Um, it meant so much to him because Tom had grown up calling made-up baseball games on his driveway. He would throw oh, a yeah. baseball into the railroad railroad ties you know how so many driveways had railroad tie walls he would throw the baseball against that call the game go back in the house He was like six or seven years old and write down the box score so for him to meet Bob Costas it was huge and Bob was able to find out that Tom's dad had just passed away and Bob Costas called Tom Ackerman personally the next day to express his condolences and talk about his own dad who had passed away at a young age
4: That's uh, it's an incredible thing to do. We had a similar story about Bobby Knight um, kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, helping him along after his dad passed. You know, I um, we have John from Dallas who's texting in about a time where he was standing next to this uh, this shorter man. Mm -hmm. And it was at some turkey day game in Kirkwood. And um, he said his dad starts talking to this person and he hears the voice and he thinks, oh, that's Bob Costas. He just happened to be standing there at this place in Kirkwood. Oh and it made me think, it made me think of a time this happened to my dad in the airport in Lambert. I think it was in Lambert. They may have been somewhere else coming back. But Bob is my dad was huge, like like six four, big dude, right? And he notices Bob Costas. And my dad's awkward ass goes <laughs> real loud. And points right in his face, and he's probably four feet away from him. He goes, hey, Bob Costas. <laughs> and he said "He said Bob just stepped back like, oh, my God, who is this ogre? He just scared the <laughs> hell out of Bob Costas.
3: That's, oh, a, man. that's now a progressive commercial. Have you seen that where I think it's LL Cool J is at the coffee shop? And the progressive guy is like, don't become your parents. He tells the guy, you don't need to. And right when he says you don't need to, the man turns around and points. It's like, LL Cool J. Hey,
4: (laughs) 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 don't become your parents. Those progressive commercials, those those specific progressive commercials about not becoming your parents are brilliant.
3: It's really good. It has to be one of the just the cleverest and most relatable marketing campaigns.
4: It is. Do you need to post every single picture? Yes, I do. No, you don't. You don't.
3: We have to leave early. There's going to be traffic. Don't bring up the traffic. Don't bring up the traffic. Yeah. Hey, I did want to <laughs> play.
4: And he had the MapQuest uh, map directions <laughs> printed out.
3: Oh, my That's gosh. Well, Bob Costas, we have talked about. Him, uh, just the legend he is in broadcasting. Emmy award winning. He's celebrated. He's, he's revered around here. Uh, he also can get people riled up for sure. Um, is not yep. afraid to delve into the current political environment. And he was on the King Charles show, I believe, with Gail King and Charles Barkley, yes. and they were talking about Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey, the Super Bowl, and all of the conspiracies surrounding Taylor Swift and some of the hate that she's faced. And this is what Bob had to say.
5: You know what? When it comes to the Super Bowl, where a lot of people who don't watch football all year long double the audience, even of the conference championship games, part of that is the halftime entertainment. Yes. A huge part of it is the commercials. Yes. So for people, all of a sudden, because they don't like something about Taylor Swift, Either they don't like the chiefs or they've inferred that Taylor Swift might not be a Trumper, then they're annoyed by Taylor Swift. I can guarantee you that all this news on Fox News would not be happening if she was wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. They would love it.
3: Oh. I can't say he's wrong.
4: That find the lie.
3: Because it's still the, still the hate towards Taylor Swift right now. And people go, like, Amy, you didn't like her. Yeah, but I, I poo-pooed it before it was cool to poo-poo her. Now, I sound like a Swifty standing up for her because I don't understand the hate from the right on Taylor Swift and all the conspiracy theories because this is about as traditional, as Hallmarkian, as American of a story as it gets. This girl, sweet girl, star singer, falling fall in love with a star football yeah. player. She cheers from the sidelines, goes over to meet him. I don't understand. And, and again, several people especially even some very MAGA people, have pointed out that if you were to name a li- or list the most objectionable, overtly vulgar, or sexualized pop stars, Taylor Swift doesn't even break the top 50 or 75.
4: Well, first of all, she hasn't even endorsed anybody. So they're getting mad about a thing that hasn't even happened. Yeah. And maybe it does, but it hasn't happened yet. And here's where I... I, I you need to be consistent in your, um, your outrage over things like this. So if you, if you think that we should be tolerant of athletes or musicians or actors or whatever, who endorse a candidate we don't like, and the most reaction you'll get from me, if I hear somebody's going to vote for a guy I don't like, the biggest reaction you'll get out of me is, ugh, okay, well, (laughs) whatever you want to do, go right ahead. It's not this outrage. It's not it's not not, I don't feel outraged if a person I like in Hollywood or in sports Mm -hmm. follows or supports somebody I don't care for as a politician. I just feel like, hey, you know, do what you want to do. Be thoughtful in your choices, but do what you want to do. This this over the top outrage, though, is so stupid. It's really, really ridiculous. And why is it okay for and and Costas is one thousand percent right that if she were wearing a Make America Great Again hat, um, those people mad right now would not be. They'd Mm -hmm. say, see, here's a person who is brave because she's talking about what she believes and she's supporting somebody she likes and she's not afraid of these left woke mob media people. She's not afraid. She'll do whatever she wants to to stand up for whatever she believes in. If you think that, if you think that people, actors, actresses, celebrities – should stand up for things they believe in, that means things you like and things you don't like. It's got to be both. You can't be choosing.
3: And I just got to say, I mean, as a conservative lifelong, the vast majority of anybody who's remotely relevant in entertainment, music, television, Hollywood, what we'd call the commanding heights of culture, they tend to lean left. It would be more surprising if Taylor Swift didn't vote Democrat. I mean that's just the way yeah. it is. So I don't know why this seems to be special in some way or an well, aberration. You know what? It's How just about this? not.
4: If you want her to if you want her to pull for your guy, then have her guy appeal to her. Do better at appealing to people like that, and then you will have more endorsements.
3: Yeah. Well, Ranj Bob Costas is joining us tomorrow. At twelve thirty, oh, okay. so he will join us tomorrow at twelve thirty. So we will look forward to that. Of course, that MLB Network special is also tomorrow, tomorrow night at seven p.m. The sounds of baseball.
4: Yeah, we we uh, have a texter from David and Kirkwood who says, "Why are you talking about Bob Costas so much? I just checked Google to see if he died." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he no, was... <laughs> it's because we were supposed to have him oh, on my in gosh. this segment. And something came up, and he's not able to, and there is that special tomorrow night at 7 o'clock you know, that Amy mentioned. That is a
3: great point, that if you just tuned in, and it's us revering Bob Costas <laughs> oh for God. five minutes straight, I would think, oh my gosh, he died. He didn't die. He's great. This
4: is this is the radio equivalent of seeing a name <laughs> trending on Twitter.
3: <laughs> I gotta tell Bob this happened. Tomorrow at 1230, <laughs> because he is very much alive, someone who is not so much alive is Chris Ranji. He's... Hanging in there. I am, but <laughs> best that just he, barely. Best that he can. I'm Amy Mark Scores. This is the Chris and Amy Show on KMOX. Chris Ranji, Amy Mark Scores here alongside of you. Just a little update. We will have Bob Costas tomorrow at twelve thirty. Major Garrett will be covering, anchoring CBS News coverage of the Supreme Court arguments uh, regarding Donald Trump tomorrow. So he will be joining us at 12.05 tomorrow, so a little bit later than his normal time. And attorney Scott Rosenblum will join us at 10.30 tomorrow morning as well. So a Full day tomorrow, you can listen on the Odyssey app, take us with you wherever you go, 98.7 FM as well, and download the Chris and Amy Show podcast, subscribe, and never miss a thing.
4: And 102.5 FM HD2. HD2.
3: HD2. Okay.
4: Oh, uh, real quick, a text message from our friend, Big Blonde Dan, and he asks, how many ophthalmology associates does it take to screw in a light bulb? One or two? One or two? (laughs) Do we block Big Blonde Dan from the text line or do we allow that to continue?
3: I'm not sure. I mean, if anything, maybe we extend a little grace because we are giving people, and Big Blonde Dan is a loyal listener. Yes. uh, Come on. That's, That's brutal. That's... I will be using we, that later.
4: No, you won't. Do uh, not. Please do not use I, that ever again. I'm going
3: to tell Dr. Birdie the next time I see him.
4: I'm going to tell Ranjan Malhotra.
3: <laughs> we'll see who has an appointment first, and then, <laughs> then the doctors Doctors can tell each other. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, uh, Ranjan, uh, I know we have a minute here, but I, I hadn't seen this. Maybe I'm late to the party. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery plan to launch a joint sports streaming service later this yep. year. So it will be owned by a newly formed company with its own leadership team. It doesn't have a name yet. It doesn't have a price. Is this something that you see happening more and more as people are fatigued by all of these streaming services?
4: It's it's going to have to. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like or how many different. Um, entities will be wrapped up into one but the the entire reason that people started to cut the cord and get away from cable was to save money mm-hmm. but it is it's, it's easily more expensive now if you subscribe if you want everything available to you mm-hmm. that used to be available so something has to give on that front because and each streaming service continues to raise prices mm-hmm. Netflix has just done it again Hulu I believe has just done it um and they're and, adding commercials
3: they're, and adding they're adding commercials, commercials well, to everything.
4: Hulu already had it. I believe it's it's Prime Video now. Prime Video has just added mm-hmm. commercials
3: Disney. To, to
4: movies and TV.
3: Oh, yeah. And Disney has as well. We were watching Disney Plus, uh, like the Chronicles of Narnia. So like, oh, family movie night with the kids and their commercials. And what's funny is the kids go, well, I think this is the way it's going to be from now on. I think we're entering the age of commercials. We just, we had the age of commercials up until a few years ago.
4: Yeah, but usually you didn't have the subscription service and then the commercials on top of it.
3: Yeah. Hmm. He's Chris Ranji. I'm Amy Mark scores. Hey, I'm going to stick around for another hour with the Dave Glover show. The Chris and Amy show returns tomorrow at 10 a.m.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician.